All right, Tommy, you're the oldest. I'm counting on you. Come on. She's got eyes of the blue skies. Tommy's Two Cents Podcast here coming to you live this Saturday morning. It is good to be back in the saddle again for episode 23. I am welcoming on Brian Smith on today's episode. It is, like I said, good to be back in the saddle again. Thank you for listening. However, you may be listening over here at Tommy's Two Cents Podcast. Proud members of the dad bod because summer is here and I don't think none of us or any of us were prepared for it. It came a little quickly. Uh, The sun hasn't been out, so we haven't been able to get that nice bronze color as we all want. Um, like I said, good to be back talking to NBA finals. The Toronto Raptors are up one game to none against the Golden State Warriors who are favored to win it all. Um, I predicted that the Raptors would still game one, not on here, but to my friends and they, I took a lot of heat for it. They thought the Warriors would run through for, oh, but first head on over to Rising Grind Nutrition. Make sure to get your shake, tea and aloe bomb over there at Rising Grind Nutrition. Get that body right and without further ado, let me welcome on the old Brian Smith. How are we doing today, yes, B? Sir, it is good, good to see yes, my sir. mijo, my brother, my amigo. It is good to see him across from me, smiling ear to ear. Brian, before we talk about the NBA Finals and chop it up here, I would just like to say that in our careers of playing together... And Hoop Dreams Basketball, when you looked like a little chacharito, <laughs> and I was I was nowhere near thin either, but you, you seemed to never miss out on that second meal. <laughs> um, and it was going from Hoop Dreams, playing with you, and that's how we met. You know, you threw a backdoor pass, I made the layup game winners. We were like on the B team of the Hoop Dreams Best team. I was going to say, and then we played, high school comes around, you know, you're in the transfer portal, uh, don't know if you're going to Bishop Kelly, Boise High, Capitol High, I mean, everyone <laughs> wanted you, who knows where the Big B Smith was going to go, and you know, you set kind of uh, the tone early because you had the buzz cut, but you also had little steps in your head. And if I'm not forgotten, I know Tucker was really jealous of that, being that he just couldn't pull it off. But you had the steps, and then you had the earrings, and everyone's like, yeah, you have to be good at basketball if you have that. But anyways, you decided to stay at Capitol freshman year, and then you played sophomores with Big T, mm-hmm. around in the backcourt, city champs. Nice little city champs. Baby. See, it's, it's weird because I had to adapt my game. I have a scorer's mentality. <laughs> <laughs> I am the elevator a lot of times when I walk into the gyms. You became and the good second option. I had to be. I accepted my role. Brian had a little bit of an ego problem. That's uh, why he was supposed to be on the JV, came down to help us out on the sophomore team. But it was interesting because, you know, I had to adapt to my role, you know, KYP, know your personnel and I knew that Brian wanted the ball more than I did I was more the facilitator the team energy team heart exactly that's what I was couldn't hit (laughs) couldn't hit a shot the defense sagged off me but it was it was interesting that's how I knew you and then your your basketball career took you to then Boise High what made you transfer to Boise High sir uh, it was actually uh old brother Brandon Smith. <laughs> big big, big another, decision out another of here. <laughs> yeah, oh, mine. Huh. Uh, we're about to meet some Capitol Eagles. He he decided we were gonna be uh Boise Braves after the first day of school at Capitol High, my sophomore year. Went there for one day. Brandon Smith. We were excited. Home. He see came home and told Mama Alicia, "No, I'm going to Boise High." <laughs> and what's funny too is that Brian was a two-sport athlete at a time. Uh, he played freshman football. He was a wide receiver. And he, that was, football just wasn't his sport. You know, he went from quarterbacks throughout his year to having to play the slot receiver. I threw him a bomb. 
Valview High School and never caught it. Never was quite hitting the trap trap workout a little too hard back. Never in the day. never was fast enough to catch up to my old <laughs> two seamer. But uh, yeah, and then tell us about where you're at now with your basketball career. Man, I've been at University of Portland for the last two years, struggling to find some minutes. But right now, just looking for a school in the transfer portal. Right now, trying to find a school that I can hopefully get some more playing time at and finish out my last two years. But yeah. We'll so for anyone listening that has any sort of connections anywhere, you know, we have a top legit point guard on the transfer portal in Tommy Two Senses room right now. <laughs> so let's uh, let's keep our head on a swivel and eyes peeled. No, but before that, I mean, when you went to Boise High, because you've been everywhere, you've really had a pass. So you went to Boise High, you graduated, and then where'd you go from Boise High? Uh, after high school, I was in L.A. for a little bit. I was at a prep school. Um, came back, though, because Mama Alicia got a little sick. Had to come back and uh, help out around here. And then after that, went out to North Carolina, where I played at another prep school. So I was kind of just... Kept reclassifying. So you went from my, uh, West Coast to East Coast, yeah, pretty much. Touched Seen the, the whole world. The, <laughs> the deep parts, the good parts, the bad yeah. parts. Yes, Played sir. ball all over, and then you got your opportunity at Portland. Yep. And now we're back in the portal. Back Better portal. than ever. That's what we like to hear. Okay. And so we brought you on today to kind of get your basketball expertise, some say, uh, about this NBA final. So we actually watched game one together at your house. And what you think? What's what's the biggest breakdown or the biggest thing that you think that the Warriors have to change or have to figure out, or just First your up, overall opinion goodness, of the game? I think I'm taking the Raptors a little more serious now. Coming into Game One, I thought it was no. Yeah, chance. I think a lot of people hated on the Raptors. I, and was, I was definitely hating. On I the was <laughs> I was more on the side of I didn't really truly believe in the Raptors, but I knew that in taking nine days off, the Warriors are going to start off slow. If the Raptors play above average they can get a lead and then and the second half is just about keeping that lead in right. a sense yeah and that's what they did because the warriors are always known to have that big third quarter they had a pretty good third quarter i believe it was like down to like four or five going into the fourth quarter but coming out in that first quarter the warriors kind of looked flat they scored 21 flat. points like i said that nine day rest i think that hurt them because they were playing so well and everything else and then the raptors just got off a game what game six, game five against uh, the Bucks, which I thought the Bucks would come out win, but the Raptors proved me wrong, especially with Baby Jordan over there in the back. And not, no one likes me saying that. You don't even like me saying I don't that. Like Baby Jordan. <laughs> we'll, we'll I like the reason why I say Baby Jordan is because I never got to see Jordan play, but then everyone who talks about Jordan, I'm like Kawhi, kind of fits it. Other than himself being a killer, yeah. And the thing that I Kawhi didn't even play that good of a game, but he had three bodies on him, so he would come off the pick and roll. He would see a double, and then Draymond would be sitting behind the double. So then he had three guys to pass to. I mean, uh, three guys that were guarding him, so he had to pass the ball. Because sometimes he did shoot, and he had a lot of traffic, and it just looked like a bad shot. He was like 5 for 14, ended up with 23 points. Uh, 11 from 12 from the free throw line. Uh, but the thing is, is that Kawhi's drawing so many bodies that people have to hit shots in order to That's what I'm win. saying, though. Are we going to take him serious the whole series? Because... I think Kawhi's it was just, getting double teamed all the time. I think, it was, rap, I think it was just a Raptors night. Siakam is not going to go fourteen Siakam. for seventeen again. He's not. Siakam he can't. Right out of his mind. He can't go fourteen for seventeen. Draymond <laughs> just got his ego hurt, and when Draymond gets his ego hurt, he usually comes out better than ever. So be expecting to see a 
uh, a Draymond Green of like the top caliber, that defensive player of the year kind of guy. That's what we want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, Kawhi Leonard, though, going back to him, is that he gets it and then he feeds it and then Marcus Soule had 16 points, right? At the soon of the jump, we saw the starting lineups and we were like, all right, Jordan Bell's better than Marcus Soule. Got to expose that. Got to get that. He had 16 points. I think it was just a Raptors night. They were making everything. Fred Van Fleet flung up shots or hitting it. I think it was just their night. There's always had them. That's what everyone says. Are the Warriors beatable? Yes. But in a seven-game series, that's something else. So what else did you take away from that game? I pretty much just took away that you need Clay Thompson to come down. So Clay had a quiet 21. Didn't shoot particularly well. Uh, Curry had another 30-plus game. Uh, Boogie looked really bad. That's, let me go back, yes. Let me start with Boogie. <laughs> let me start with Boogie. I think Boogie needs to sit this series out. I, I think, think so. And it. I think his ego's hurt by it. I don't care. And I make, think he needs to sit there on the bench and collect a ring. And since you're day. paying him nearly nothing, that's an yeah. ego worth hurting. Because yeah. he's taking five mil out. He came in that game. He didn't look aggressive at all. Which, you know, I don't blame him for. But then... He didn't get a rhythm, and then he his shots were long. But not only did he not get a rhythm, he's messing with the rhythm that they've been building on this whole playoff. Exactly. And then he comes in. He, he looked – I mean, he just looked sluggish. He looked a little heavier than usual. I mean, he just didn't look like Boogie. And, God forbid, he tore his quad, you know, yeah. two series ago. So give it give it the guy a break. But, you know, Andrew Andrew Bogut played zero minutes. Uh, he he could have played – he's a much better defender than DeMarcus. Uh, Jordan Bell has not Jordan developed Bell's his game. Not, and, I'm having – Bogut in there before Jordan Bell. Yeah, and he has not developed his game. And you need Bogut. Right. You need a ro- rotating bodies on Gasol. Like, I mean, it was just, it was a weird lineup exchange with them. Mm-hmm. And then when Boogie came in, he came in with the bench guys. So you're thinking, oh, let's just run the offense through Boogie. Boogie was looking to pass. I mean, he made a couple good backdoor cuts. I mean, passes to yeah. backdoor cuts. But other than that, it was like, and then he came in a second time. And then within three minutes, he was out the game. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play a single minute next game. Yeah, but I think it. I think putting Bogut in, and the, and Iguodala pulled up. He said he'd be right for game two. So there's a lot of question marks with the Warriors because they're thin right now. When they go to that bench thing, if you guys are riding with Quinn Cook, go ahead. Sean Livingston, his days are about over. He's no longer getting in the paint like he used to against Cleveland. Couple these last couple years. He used to get his ass in the paint and hit that shot. It was 100% from it. And now he's not getting to the same spots. Iggy can't make a three. Can we talk about Iggy for a little bit? Iggy went 0 for 3 How on threes. made me. They were literally disrespecting him, standing in the paint, letting him shoot a three. We cannot hit one of those. You are an NBA player. I need you to hit one of those. <laughs> no, and that's what, another thing that the Raptors do. They were like, you know what? If we're going to lose, Draymond's going to hit a three. Iggy's going to hit a three, and that's it. Who's not going to beat us? Steph and Clay, because those guys can hit nearly every time. But what's interesting, too, is when they threw in that second unit, they have more finesse players than they do actually in the paint guys, and I think that's when they got in trouble because Toronto eventually played more physical than they, and their bench played better. But when you have Quinn Cook, Livingston, who can only score the ball within 10 feet, yeah. if – and then Jordan Bell, he he was with the starting lineup that they threw. Now Jonas Trebeko hit a three. He looked kind of lost out there. And then you had McKinney out there. You have just a lot of no-name guys that they're just throwing bodies in right now. But this leads us to the question now. Will uh, 
hit hit this real quick. Um, with now, do the Warriors need KD? KD is rolled out for game two. Mm-hmm. So now, where's that question at? Where do you sit? What if he came back? No, like, do you think they do you think they need him in order to win this series, or they need him more than you think, or than we all think? I don't necessarily think they need him. I think they're really good without him. But I think that just if he came back, I think it would just be over. I don't think the Raptors <laughs> would have any answers or defensively. I, th- I think defensively, right now, the Raptors are. Playing solid D on them just because they're hedging like, hard, hard ass hedges. They're pushing on, them outside of the screens, screens. Yeah. and yeah. then on those double screens that you know Clay Thompson usually comes off, they're locking and trailing just mm-hmm. right behind them all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's why, like, aside from their magnificent ass offensive game, the first game, I think that the biggest part for them was just defense. No, they they, they weren't giving Steph Van Fleet his played usual, very well on yeah. Steph who followed him. Right. If you get them off their line of trail, then you can kind of you're, you would take more, like, you would be like, okay, I'm fine with Steph, you know, shooting that shot, a contested shot that he didn't want. That wasn't yeah. the initial spot he was yeah, trying to get see. to. Yeah. Um, but it was another interesting thing, too, um, when bringing this all about, I think sometimes we get into, in sports in general, um, we get the prisoners of the, like, of the moment, you know. It's like we, we all become this. So, like, we just watched game one. Or you're gonna get super emotional because really the Raptors hit crazy shots that game in order for them. Siakam had the game of his life. He won't do that ever again. I'm sorry to say, 14 from 17, nine of them were contested. You know, a lot of those were crazy yeah. shots. Uh, yeah, one he wasn't even looking at the rim, a hook <laughs> shot. We're like, what the hell? Like it was just their night. Van Fleet fade away. Lowry comes up and hits a dagger. Like stuff happens that the Raptors haven't really been doing. You know, and then. You, then the the question I, I just asked you was if you know KD would they be on like would they would have won that game and I think they would have won that game with KD being that KD is an ISO player and when you when those guys are getting bumped off screens and extended out not going to the spots they originally were planning to you can eventually give the ball to KD and be like all right hey go to work go to work and I think that's when they have the advantage with KD but it's funny. Because we just watched a whole series of Portland, right. quick 4-0 series with Portland, who was supposed to be the team after they just <laughs> won. You know, Dame shows up, Russell, and then it's like, oh, Dame's the man. He's a top three point guard now. And then they go and do a game sevens with the Nuggets, who the Nuggets are just a bunch of, you know, tryhards. Like, they're just a bunch of animal, like dogs out there, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and then they go up against the Warriors, and they just kind of like Dame, kind of you know, super lazy with the ball. Uh, CJ's here and there, you know, like. And then they don't even. They have two of the they have the best, second best backcourt, and they could even you know, it was even competitive some mm-hmm. games, you know, with uh, with the Warriors and the with the Blazers. And then everyone was like, okay, well the Warriors are you know passing the ball much more. They're moving a lot more, more offensive base, you know, schemes wise. Than with Kevin Durant, when it's more standstill at times, um, and then everyone's like, "Okay, yeah, they're much better with them." So I think we we just saw the best game the Raptors could have played. Wrapping this now back into three sixty mm-hmm. is that we just saw the best game the Raptors played, and they only won by what eight points or whatever. And then the Warriors just had an off game. So we'll see what the adjustments they make, and then we'll see. And if they lose game two, which is tomorrow night, then we can start questioning. Do you need one? But it's interesting too because after watching that game, my take, my biggest takeaway was like the Warriors are extremely beatable without that third yeah. score. Yeah, absolutely. 
But I also think they're hurt by the depth and they need like bench players and they need a guy who can hit a three who's wide open because they're a double teaming and harassing Steph and Clay. Someone's open. And it's always Draymond. Draymond's going to figure his shit out. Iggy's got to figure his shit out. They got to hit those yeah. eventually. But are they better with KD? Obviously, they're like unbeatable with KD because it's hard to get all those guys on off nights. But I think we're just prisoners of the moment currently, so we'll have to see how game two is. So now the Raptors are gonna have to come with that same juice. They're gonna have a chance. I if they don't. I'm no, gonna, I mean I I totally agree. Toronto right now with games. the whole Jurassic World and they're they're really riding high on this. Like this is the best thing that they've ever had, and they want to sell to Kawhi that you should stay mm-hmm. and all this other shit. So talking about Kawhi here. You know, we saw him you know, hobbling against uh, the Bucks, and we all thought maybe it was a quad injury uh, after a dunk, after a breakaway dunk, and then he's hobbling in that game last night, and he has comes out, he has knee tendonitis. Where do you think Kawhi ends up next year? If Okay, so if, if the Raptors win the NBA championship, where do you think he ends up? You don't think he's staying if they win a championship? I'm asking you. Where do you think he's at? I you think, think he has no reason to be like, dude. Yeah, especially how much they're offering a penthouse, exactly, Kawhi yeah. Dine. They're like, hey, he dude. Any reason to find another spot? I think he's and just got a be good spot. the leader of two countries. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think if they win, they'll be like, are you serious? But if he leaves, I mean, if they win and then he ends up leaving, I think Toronto's still satisfied in like their mouth. They're like, oh, yeah, you know like, what? Nice we just won an NBA yeah. championship. Like that's the coolest thing we got. No, but I, you're right though. If they win. I, I just can't see why you would leave yeah. knowing that you what could dominate you, for, you could yeah. dominate the East. Yeah. And then but the thing is is that you know that could start a domino effect cuz like he could stay East in Toronto and then you know KD moves to the Knicks and Kyrie goes to the Knicks and they try to build something in the Knicks it's like okay well now we got and Giannis you know ain't no joke so it's like okay. So I mean basketball's going to be tough either way hopefully KD saves the league. So then if the Raptors lose, where do you think Kawhi goes? It's a tough question. I think, you know, he has a house in L.A. I think he, uh, what's his name? Uh, no, it's not the Lakers. You give me the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> no, one's, no one's going to the goddamn Lakers, and I'll tell you that now. Hey, we're on the they don't know who the hell they're making. G- they don't have a GM there. right now. No, a, a president. Ball. They even have, like, a, a front <laughs> office right now. They're what so, I just say? We're rebuilding. <laughs> Y'all have been rebuilding for the seven years, man. But um, yeah, so that's that's just a joke to talk about the Lakers. But uh, and then Doc Rivers just got fined fifty thou for tampering because oh, yeah, he said he's that. like the closest thing to Jordan. Yep. And so I could see that Doc's a good coach. Bunch of dogs out there. They get one more player. It's like okay, there's some boys out there. What type of dogs do they have besides Lou Will and Patrick Bev, Montez Harrell? Yeah, Montez. Those are the back, those are the two six man of the year award uh, contestants, <laughs> and then you got Patrick Bev. I don't like Patrick, but he's a dog. And then they have they had the yeah. first team. Uh, uh, what's his name? Sham Shamrit, yeah, first team all rookie. He came from Wichita State, rookie this year. Yeah, so you don't know Shamrit. Yeah. I don't know how to say his name, yeah, but he was a shooting guard, kind of light skinned guy. Got drafted mm-hmm. by Philly, but got traded uh, to the Clippers. And then they got Zubak. I mean, they they got some guys over there that are just – they got some role players, yeah. and that's all they need. And, but, and then they can have the opportunity to get two max guys. You team Kawhi up with nearly any other superstar. That's a pretty tough team because you see yeah. what Kawhi has done. He's going to give you 65 to 70 regular season games. He's not going to play all 82. And then in the playoffs, you say, let's go get it. 
I don't know. Okay, so let's get let's shift to your game two predictions. Game two tomorrow night at Toronto. I, I'm not sure. Last night, close to tip off, it was about a uh, not last night, but game one, it was close to a pick'em game. It was about a point and a half point pick'em plus. I mean, to the Raptors. So coming to the game two, I'm not sure where the spread is right now, but I'm sure it's still maybe one point to a pick'em game to the Raptors just because of home court advantage. So game two, gun to the head, who you got? I hope you upload this before the game tomorrow. We will. Um, I got a uh, hundred dollars. Shout out to Derek Fontenot if he wants to claim this bet. We could we could run that. Hundred bucks. <laughs> I got the Warriors because I know he likes the Raptors. So you got a you got a hundy <laughs> hundy and you got the Warriors tomorrow night by how much? At least eight. Really? You think they're coming out? I kind of have that same feeling. I think they're going to have a, a hangover game. Shots aren't going to fall like they're... I believe... I hope this, they're just in their locker room and shit. Like, come on, let's go. Like, stop bullshitting. Let's no, and I think it was like one of those nights that like they were just on. And I think I think we're going to see a much better game out of Kawhi. I think Kawhi is going to have a, a game that's close to 40 points tomorrow night. and then But the Raptors still lose by about 10 points. Because I bet Steph goes off, Clay, and then some, I bet Draymond, like I said, his pride got hurt because he just came out and said he was the best defense player of all time. Siakam puts four, 32 on his face. <laughs> so then that's not going to happen again. So where are you going to get that 30 points from? Because he's going to give me about 16 maybe tomorrow yeah. night. So I'm not sure, but I have the Warriors winning. And what do you think the series is going to go to then? I think that if the Warriors get this game, I think it's over. I said I Warriors in six. in six. I think Raptors get two out of here. You like two? I like one. The Warriors are so complacent sometimes, and they just know they're the Warriors. And then they get loosey-goosey with the ball. Like, they had 17 turnovers like, in game one. They just get so loose with it and carefree that it's going to bite them in the Draymond ass. Draymond Green kept throwing the damn ball out of bounds. He almost had a quadruple-double. He had six turnovers. I know, I know. But still, no, no, somebody quadruple. Like with turnovers, yeah. he had oh, six man. turnovers. So he almost had like I was. It was just crazy. But I think even with seventeen turnovers and all that noise, he still lost by eight points or whatever. Yeah. They didn't look. They didn't get creamed that the other night. So I think if they clean it up, but I do feel like they're going to go complacent one more time, and it could even be tomorrow night. And then they go too, and then they turn it on. And they're like, hey, we're the we're the Warriors. So if the Warriors lose, I mean, the Warriors lose, go down o two. KD playing game three and four. He has yet to practice with the team. Still See, getting like, treatment. Even if he comes back, is he going to be just like Boogie? Is he going to be in his groove? I don't. Think We're talking about the guy who I is know. the greatest scorer in the game but, right now. Right now, the yeah, guy is a true, seven but, footer. He raises up. That's a ten foot like trajectory of a shot. Like it's you can't block him. He's the hardest guy to guard because of that. Tell so and that. even if he even if you're like, hey Kev, just give us twenty minutes tonight, that could be fifteen points. Yeah, it could be just one of his nights. And I'm assuming when they he's not practicing with the team as he's not going like scrimmaging or five on fives or whatever, but I'm sure he's still getting up shots. I'm just curious that, you know, this kind of maybe affects his image in terms of free agency next year because if he comes he's been hurt a lot. It's, he's going to enter like his twelfth or thirteenth season next year. Like the guy's been in the league, he's broke his feet, he has all sorts of other injuries uh, in his last couple of years, and then the strain cap. I'm thinking a strain cap. How the fuck is it that bad? We're not being right, told something. I don't think. I don't that, know how bad a calf is, but if he thing. gets hurt 
in game what game five against the uh, against the Rockets. He gets hurt in game five. Yeah, because they beat him in Houston and they beat him, I believe, in game six against uh, again at Oracle. And they beat or yeah, it was, it was either at Houston or Oracle. But anyways, they beat the Rockets. Well, one more game without him. They go four game series. I mean, a four game series. Yeah, four game series against Portland, and then they have nine more days off. You're talking like what? Almost a month eight. off, and now he's missed these two games. Yeah. What the frick is a strained calf, <laughs> yeah. man? So that's why it's interesting. If maybe if this was game it. seven tomorrow night, is he gonna play? Like, can he play? Is that the kind of injury it is? It's like we don't want to push him because we're the Warriors and we see if we can win without him or like what the hell, like. Think of this. I mean, what's his name? Uh, Boogie, game two, game two, I believe, or game, whenever it was an Oracle, it was either game two or game five. He tore his quad against the Clippers. And freaking Boogie's back uh, two series later. So I'm like, I don't how, I don't know. And I feel like a torn quad, I don't feel like Boogie should play, but Boogie's out there. Yeah, it's definitely interesting to me because they have, like, the best physical trainers, the best, you know, Oh, NBA, you get yeah. and you have your own dudes. Yeah, that's like at the end so. of the day, they're like, "Oh, treatment." Well, you know what? If you're that big, I'm sure they have their own guys that are telling them. Like right. LeBron rolls with his entourage of like health guys and the guy that right. saved his career with his back and stuff. Like everyone has their dudes. Yeah, Everyone's technology's up the pace. Why isn't your calf okay? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what. And Kevin's always a so weird. Like raise your calf with a bullet. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. And everyone's like, so that's why I feel like the. The, the actual injury, we just don't phys- – we as the outsiders don't know what's wrong because the calf, you know, the, I, I'm assuming that leads into the Achilles. I'm no – you know, I'm just assuming. A lot of people have been saying. And that's what everyone thinks that. And you're, you tell your Achilles, that's a lot of money he leaves on the table. And he, only doesn't, he doesn't go – especially being a free agent uh, this next upcoming season, I'm sure that he's scared shitless to get hurt again. I'm sure because he doesn't want to lose his bag or what he doesn't want to lose anything. I think he'll make money regardless. Right. But I'm not sure. But I feel I feel like uh, the Raptors lose tomorrow night. Close at half. The Warriors have their typical big third quarter. Open it up, keep the lead, and then they win game two. And that you agree? You you agree that they're going to yeah. get game two? Who do you think of the X factor is then? For the Warriors, for the Warriors? for the Warriors to win, then we'll go for to the Raptors for them to win. X factors. I think I'm gonna go with Clay. I think he's gotta raise the bar a little bit. He's gotta get his money. Which is interesting too, because he said he, there was a report of him being like, "I don't want to be like the, I don't want to get the crumbs." Like I always feel like I'm getting the crumbs exactly. from like him and I mean Katie and Steph. Mm-hmm. Well, Clay, it's your time now. We need another yeah. crazy nine in Oklahoma City. Give us forty, you need know, in a quarter. Balls. Like, I need like, forty balls. And he's a killer. That guy will do it. Yeah. It's just depending on if he's going to be on or not. But he did it in Houston. You know, he does. He does it in Portland. Like, so I'm. I, I like that X factor. My X factor is Draymond, the key to the engine. Yeah, the guy yeah. who gets it going. Yeah. If like he had a cheap triple double, he had ten, ten, ten. <laughs> That's about as cheap as you can get. Yeah. So I feel I feel like he'll play better defensively, um, and more heated. I bet he gets a technical early to try to set the tone and be like, "Hey, we're done," like especially that. with Drake in in his ear. Right. Now their buddies off. You know, it's, yeah. it's so fake and drama. We always buy into it, but um, 
but I feel like Draymond Green was the X factor for them because he's the engine. I mean, he's the key to the engine and gets him going. Bouncer at the door. I believe he has one of those Portland games where he has 24, 10, and something, you know, like one of those Draymond almost, you know, big time triple double game. Mm -hmm. Okay, now shifting to the Raptors, who we got for that? I think X Factor, if they were going to win tomorrow night. I think it's either Siakam again, which is probably unlikely, or. But I feel like Siakam's an interesting because I believe he has now moved into more of a second score. That's what I'm saying. Because like Lowry's kind of like, where's Lowry playing? Like how is, he, no one knows. But if he plays, but like he played hard the other night, but he got five fouls and four points, and he was going for five, and it's like. Well, that's yeah, I, you. I, I, I definitely not. Mark Jackson was like, "Well, we played really well, like defensively. Like, I'm fine with that game." And as a viewer, you watch and you're like, "Yeah," but it's like that guy's an all star. He should not be putting up four points. I'm sorry. Right. I don't care how hard you're playing, but you should be getting your shots in. And he he has to hit jump shots because he certainly can't drive to the paint. Yeah. And, or tries to get fouled. He's exactly. a little bulldog. That's, I don't know where he's been for a while. So <laughs> I don't think he got to go. With Siakam to bring some more as an X factor, yeah, because hmm. you know Kawhi is going to go out there and get his. I feel like regardless. the X factors for me is their big men, so yeah, it goes. Gasol, yeah, so Siakam it goes Gasol or Ibaka, Ibaka off the bench. Ibaka, <sighs> Ibaka had a big, yeah, but he had a good game seven against the Bucks or game six against the Bucks where he came off the bench, lit it up, and I think it's one of those guys. Like he, they need someone else. So they need Siakam to give him 16 again. They need Kawhi to get 30 again. And if if they throw freaking sorry-ass Jordan Bell on Gasol again, yeah, like that's just not a – I mean, that I don't care how – and then they send a hot double or whatever they do. I'm like, what the hell? Gasol is an all-star. All he was an all-NBA guy. Like, he ain't no joke. They traded for him, for Christ's sakes, you know? So he can score the bucket. It's the same. I don't like how they're matched up well. That's why I think they have to play Bogut. Yeah, they have to, I think. But talking about Ibaka, what quarter was that when he drove to the rim trying to get that last finish at the buzzer and just turns around and throws it back to nobody? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what Ibaka's going to get. No, no. But for the Raptors to win, they need to have everyone locked in defensively, offensively, and they all need they all need to contribute how they do. Like we can't have ever since you know Fred Van Fleet had his game, uh, I mean had his baby. He's been playing much better, averaging almost like sixteen a game and stuff. The like way he, he needs to play better. I mean he needs to play like that in game two for the whole series. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Gasol, same shit. You have to bring it, Siakam. You have to give it sixteen. If Siakam comes out tomorrow night and he hits six points. That means it was all a fluke. Yeah. That 32 was all a well, fluke. See, that's you, why I'm not even taking on that series yet because... You have to answer. You have the consistency if, of that. If one of those players doesn't do exactly what they did in game one, they're done. Unless Kawhi Leonard's going out there and dropping 45, yeah. 50. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't And I don't think... Th- he's... I'm serious. That guy is not healthy. Yeah. And he's, he's hobbling healthy, around. Yeah. And when the, when the going gets tough, he hobbles more. So, I if you're banking on Kawhi to do all that, and I didn't even like Kawhi when Lowry was in foul trouble. They had Kawhi bring up the ball, and he's not much of a ball handler, get my own shot necessarily. Like, they were doing pick and rolls. He would try to cut in between. I think his hands are too fucking big to dribble <laughs> the ball. And he was racking guys in the knees, turning over the ball. I was like, that guy's not... That he's not going to split the defenders. No, he's going to get to his spot, back you in, hit a fadeaway. 
but they were having him bring up the ball doing pick and rolls and I was like he can't do that that well like he can't he would do the dribble and then he would try to split the defense and it was a turnover at the other end because of him and I, I think that's just not what the Raptors need to do that's why I don't think he should bring up the ball that much they should get the spots and I feel like they're going to try to make it easier for him as they can see three guys coming in they're going to have more slashers so he could end up with a 10 assist game right so you got the Warriors tomorrow night I have the Warriors by 10-plus tomorrow night. Plus. I feel like Oracle. something's rum- rumbling over there. They're going to come out in Toronto. They're going to be like, all right, hey, we ready. And they're going to bring it back to Oracle. Game game three and four, I think the Warriors get three and four. Raptors get one more at their house, and then it's over in game six. And then Kevin Durant leaves. That's the bet. This finals is making me mad. <laughs> huh? This finals is making me mad. Nobody rooting for the Warriors. I don't like the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think anyone. I don't like him either. I'm just wanting it to get over. I wanting. I mean, this is. The, I mean, Women's World Cup starts in like six days, so we can kind of get behind that. But you know, all we're really cheering for is the USA team. You know, so it's like, what are we else are we gonna watch? Baseball calls were serious. It's like everything is tough to watch right now. So, but me wanting basketball because I want free agency to start, yeah. and I want to be like, okay, Kevin's there, Kyrie's there, AD's there, blah blah blah. LeBron, how are we doing? Like, I want to know where everyone's at because the anticipation's killing me. But I don't want it then too because then I'm just waiting. Like I've been sitting on my ass, man. We got freaking pickleball on TV now. Yeah, you know, cornhole and like all these championships randomly. And I'm just like, God damn it, you know. Like, it's hard, I, but we have to wait till Sunday night. Yeah. No, and then once they win, then we get three-day rest. we got to wait till Tuesday or Wednesday. It's like, <laughs> shit, man. Yeah. But I feel like the Warriors' reign is about to be over, and then I think we're all chilling. Are they going to dismantle? Is Clay Thompson about to be a free agent? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think, he has one, I think he has two more years up, but I know they want to offer him. But he has kind of the method of, if they're going to put all the chips in, uh, he's not going to take a pay cut. It's pretty much his goal. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Golden State can match that if they try to give it all to uh, uh, KD. I need him to go to the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Keep hoping and praying, man. Keep, LeBron keep, keep drinking that juice. <laughs> no. No. I feel like the Lakers need to take a step back and start getting actually like. B to B plus level players and just ride with that. We'll have Clay. Clay's not a B plus guy. He's an A. He's an A guy. Yeah, but I feel, I feel like you should go get a Bradley Beal. You should go get a Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Yeah. No. What the hell? What do you want, dude? Because because uh, Memphis have the number one, number two overall pick. They're gonna get John Morant. So then they're gonna trade Mike Conley. Mike Conley's on his way out. Has a hefty contract. That sucks. No, but he's better. And then you're gonna you're gonna trade Lonzo to Chicago, and then Rondo was on a one year deal. So like, get Conley in there or get Kemba. No, but I think you guys are left with Kemba. I think you guys are I left. Like I think you guys are gonna swing for the fences. <laughs> you guys are gonna shank it all, and you guys are gonna end up with Jimmy Butler and uh, Kemba Walker. We're gonna end up with AD and Clay Thompson. Put money Big on three. it. Big three. Put money on it. No. Put money on no, it. Put money on three. it. No, I'm tired of these Lakers coming out of the freaking ground saying, oh, yeah, our year, man. LeBron's got it. <laughs> no. Yeah, LeBron will lose our year. Our year. No, you got a bunch of kids, man. You exactly. Got a bunch We're of kids. shipping them out. They're all yeah, out we there. need to do it faster. <laughs> they all should have been out. The Pelicans played y'all, man. Played what, a, what a joke. <laughs> what a joke. But, Brian, I would like to thank you for coming on today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be... 
it's gonna be a good time here. You know, you're here for a little bit, right? Yes, sir. You're here till late July, possibly. You might dip out, do some your own things. Who knows what you're gonna do? <laughs> a little sketchy boy, but yeah. Thanks for coming on, Tommy Two Cents Podcast. Go ahead and uh, catch Tommy down at Silly Birch tonight, Saturday. Uh, let's put it on the tap tonight. I'm not sure if we'll be there, but you know, if you know, if you know, you know, kind of thing. You know, if you got the tabs, put it on the tab. Drinks all night. Again, thank you for listening. However, you may be listening. Follow us on Instagram. Thanks again, Tommy Two Cents. Signing off. Tommy. <laughs>